What's up, everyone, and welcome to episode five of Time Out with Spartans. It's your boy, Nick. And it's your boy, Jacob. And today we have a guest that many Spartan fans should recognize. In my opinion, he's one of the most entertaining student section members in all of college basketball. And with that being said, we are welcomed by the one and only Nate Gazowski, who is also known as the Waffle Guy. Hey, thanks for joining us, man. Yeah, no problem, Nick. Jacob, thanks for having me. Yeah, of course, sure. man. All right, so before we get into, like, all the good stuff of, like, your time at MSU, like, did you grow up in the Michigan area? Did you go to high school in Michigan? Like, like, how did you end up growing up and, like, before you end up going to MSU? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I actually was born in Ann Arbor, unfortunately. Um, uh, boo. So I had to grow up with that for a little bit. But I found my way to, to Michigan State in about the third grade when my older sister went there. So I've been a family of Michigan Wolverines, unfortunately, so – she uh she she helped me out and find the right path and uh was a Spartan fan basically growing up in Livonia, so went to Livonia oh, yeah. Churchill and um which is about probably like a hour or so away from East Lansing so one only basically only school I applied for you know around here um old dream school to go to um you know after you know watching sports and growing up with them and oh a fan called me you know older sister going I was like you know let's let's do this so. Got accepted, and uh, I never, I never looked back. Yeah, man, that's awesome. I feel like the family ties always are the best when you have that tie to the university. You know, I got a lot of family that went to MSU, aunts, uncles, my dad. So that's how I grew up as well. Always being an MSU fan growing up. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It helps when your uh, your older brother graduated from Michigan too, and you just were like, I don't want to do that. So I was like, Yeah, I'll go down the road. So, uh, <laughs> it was, uh, so you said your, you said your family were, were Wolverine fans. Yeah. My older brother graduated there in like probably like 2003 or four. I had an uncle who was an alumni there. Grandpa went there. So a lot of Wolverine blood going through my fam, but, uh, just me and my sister. And then my, actually my twin brother went there, uh, freshman year. He ended up transferring to Wayne state, but, um, yeah, I mean, uh, there's not a lot of Spartan fans in my family. So I had to represent well when I was there. Hey, you so definitely what a great did a game great to job, man. <laughs> some would say a good job. Some would uh, say they uh, don't know how to feel about it, I guess. <laughs> so, like, what a great game to get recognized in then. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, you know, it was, uh, I always went to those games, obviously. You know, that was the, probably what going to be the biggest game in the Breslin Center. So, um, I was yeah. not, I was not missing that no matter what. I know that was actually like the weekend of spring break ending so i had my like all my roommates were in nashville and i just didn't want to like go because i was going to go to the game so i was i was not missing that game for no matter what was that the senior night game yeah. to be correct i think that was senior night yeah senior night uh against michigan yeah. um you know raising just raising a banner yep. yes sir nothing better than that hell yeah man like, that place was what you, what rocking you, for sure what did you major in at msu so I ended up majoring in economics. Um, did I graduated there in 2019? So it's already uh, it's been it's been two years already. So <laughs> it's kind of kind of crazy. That's crazy. I'm trying to go into graphic design at MSU when I transferred. Oh, nice, oh, nice. Where where you, who, did you have like a couple companies in mind uh, when you want to work out? What are you trying to do with it? No, I'm trying to get into like sports graphic design. May try to get graphic design on the team, but I don't think that I don't see that happening. But I want to do something with like sports or like designing movie posters, stuff like that. But oh, yeah. right now I'm at, I'm at a small community college, just 
getting my general education done and wanting to transfer out of here after this year. Nice, nice. Yeah, man, you guys do a pretty – you guys do a really good job with the, the Sparty Squad page. So, you know, that Appreciate that leads that. to all good things, I guess. <laughs> For sure. Yep. So uh, what made you in the first place decide, like, hey, let's get a waffle and put it on my head? <laughs> right. So, I mean, it kind of all started, I think, my sophomore year. Um, I had a buddy who went to Central. So we went up there, like, Halloween – that year and had nothing to wear it's like last minute and we go to like a party city up there and so it's looking for something cheap i wasn't trying to buy like a 50 dollar you know suit or costume or whatever and uh, i saw like a rack of just things you put on your head there was like a beer mug there was a fried egg there was a strip of bacon i was like you know what those i don't like i I think i could i feel waffles tonight so that was it was just massive too and uh, i felt like it was just gonna be like really funny to wear for a night and only a night i thought um but yeah so you know i kind of uh went on to you know it was a fun time up there obviously and then came back and obviously you guys you guys watch you know the zone during games like people are wearing a bunch of stuff whether it's costumes or stuff on their head um so you know i was like oh i'll just wear it i'll wear this a couple times so my junior year i wore it uh, I got maybe some recognition on, like, TV when it pans over the student section. It was always, like, for my family to see, oh, hey, we see you in the zone. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm here. They would probably want to make sure they know I'm safe and okay and I'm in the zone, I actually made it to the game. But, yeah, uh, so I actually, yeah, wore it for a couple times. And then senior year, I was like, well, we're just going to we're just gonna wear this every home game and see where it leads. Yeah, That's our... crazy. I'm... Go, go ahead. Like, I bet you weren't even – I bet you weren't in, like – Thinking that, oh, wow, I'm going to buy this waffle at Party City, and I'm going to get noticed on ESPN on senior night. I'm like, after that, you're, like, considered to be MSC's lucky charm in the Final Four. <laughs> it, uh, it's, we just kept winning. It was That was probably the craziest thing about it was, you know, I, because, you know, obviously when I was at the game, I, you know, I was, I, was, I was paying attention for the most part, and I was there for the most part. Um, and then, you know, obviously we, you know, we win and, you know, things I obviously wasn't paying attention to anything going on, but, you know, next day, you know, start looking at things. I'm like, uh Oh, what, what, what happened? And then we win and then big 10, you know, it just keeps going. It just kept going. So it was really, that was the best part of it. You know, obviously we know the, all of everything that came with it was fun, but seeing us make a final four was, uh, you know, wish wish the end was always different, but it was uh, a lot of fun nonetheless. Yeah, man, that's, that's awesome. Crazy. I remember like when you first started getting that the the screen time like on the ESPN and on the student section when it would pan over and everything. Me and my parents would be in the living room watching the game. We'd be cracking up because of the waffle. That was our favorite thing. Like we thought that was <laughs> legendary. Yeah, it uh it was kind of weird to see like how it connected with people. So I mean, you guys were what in senior year in high school and like you know freshman year in college or whatever. So, and I was, you know, I was, a, I was what, 23 at the time, 22 at the time. So, and just the whole time, I was, like, throughout the whole process, it was, like, pictures with, like, middle school people were coming up to me, high school, like, older grandparents. It was, like, all ages were just, I, for lack of a better term, like, just fascinated by this. I don't know. <laughs> it was weird. Yeah, you really, like, that made you, like, a local legend, really. I honestly, I remember, I don't know if you're going to remember this, but I remember last year, not this prior year, but the year before at the big house, I saw you. I was like, hey, are you the waffle guy? 
he said yeah we got a picture i got a picture with you and everything dude i remember that was uh i mean i was that was a a poor game to be at but (laughs) that was not a very fun game to be at and it was so cold that day i know dude i was like i was i was like last minute i bought the ticket and it's because i was like yeah there's a bunch of snow on the ground we ripped out to a seven nothing lead i'm like oh okay and everyone's like i got a bunch of michigan fans around me i'm just going nuts and then, like you know, they ripped out forty points, and I was like, "Okay, this is this is dumb." So, yeah, yeah that <laughs> definitely they gave us a little bit of hope there at the beginning, and did not go too well from there on out. Yeah, well, I actually, yeah, I actually remember like running into, I think it was you, and then one of my friends I saw there. Um, yeah, I ended up taking pictures. It was like you know, that's kind of that's happened a few times like since then. I'd be, I think it was uh not too long ago. I was at a restaurant in like Canton. And there's a family of like three, and then they just. I was wearing Michigan State, and that was for the. We played Iowa in football and got not. We got we lost, but they like say, "Oh, hey, are you the waffle guy?" I'm like, "Yeah," and it's you know almost two years later at a random restaurant. Like I was just like, so weird how it kind of keeps going. Right. Yeah. The lasting legacy is pretty crazy, but <laughs> never probably never would have expected that. Nope. Yeah. So basically, basically, I remember I'm like. So I saw an article about you, like you did some radio show, I believe, after you got that huge recognition. I'm like, all right, this dude just dropped so much information about a a waffle head, so I'm going to make a post about this. And then it got like a thousand likes. I'm like, (laughs) scrolling through my notifications. And then I see that you follow me. I'm like, holy shit, man, the waffle guy just followed me. Like, I thought that was was pretty funny. Come on, I got to show some love. For sure. Yeah, that uh, I was so, gonna like, say that like, yeah, everything that happened after that, like the radio show, I think it was a country. I forgot what the station was up there, but it was some country station, and the per the two people who run the show, I think it was like the banana and like I don't know what her name was, I forgot already, but they just like DM me saying, hey, do you want to come on the radio? And I'm like, I-, I guess I'm not gonna say no. I guess I don't know. So it was like 7.30 in the morning, and I was, okay, let's, you know, go on there for like 20 minutes, just talk about whatever they want to talk about. And that was like the one of the craziest things, too. I was like, okay, why am I on a radio show now? And I just went to a game, you know, and a waffle. So I was like, stuff like that just kept coming up, dude. It was, you know, throughout the whole time, like there was uh, like um, TV stations that came up and did a couple interviews, like the Lansing area. And there's like at my – gunson house with like just beer cans everywhere and there's like doing an <laughs> interview in the corner and there's like yeah can we take this like couple posters down i like go for it i mean it was it's kind of uh i hope they can maybe open up their eyes to what how just like a re- we're just like just chilling our senior year right so it was kind of cool yeah man that's awesome did you like ever was it always a plan to like go to the big 10 tournament games and go to the march madness games or was that just ever after you got No, that was completely just in the moment. So, I mean, after the game, uh, I woke up the next morning, you know, at like noon, and my phone's just like just blew up. And it's just family and friends, people I haven't talked to in four years, sending me like Snapchats and videos of it. And like a reporter, you know, reached out to me for the Lansing Journal. Um, so that last, the whole next day, it was crazy. And then my family was like, oh, like, you should keep going. You guys won. Like, keep going. You should keep it going. See what you can do. And uh, obviously, like, at that point in my life, I was, like, I was working at Pizza House serving, like, three days a week. I had no reason to, like, be able to keep going, like, go to the Chicago for three days, pay for it all. So I was like, I'll just start a GoFundMe and see where it leads to for, like, just shits and gigs. And um, just set, like, a – I think it was, I don't know what the goal was, just some random number. Things like a couple thousand bucks. But 
uh, it took off. It took off in like 24 hours. Like the goal was already almost met. Um, and, you know, when I was like, all right, well, I guess I have no chance, choice. I'm just going to go to the Big Ten tournament in Chicago. So grabbed uh, grabbed cut one of my buddies. I was like, I'm not going to, you know, I'll, I'll bring someone along. And, um, you know, I stayed in the team hotel. Um, the Big Ten tournament was probably the best part of it just because of all the Spartan fans there. And, like, Chicago is just a fun city in general. So, and they were all great. Like, one of my – one of the guys there, Matt Cross, he, like, works for Miller Coors and hooked us up with some, like, a couple tickets for a game. He would take us out to some restaurants. Like, it was just getting this, just the Spartan treatment. Like, everyone there was awesome. Yeah, man, that's so cool. Chicago's a great city, great Spartan city, too. A lot of MSU alums live in the Chicago area for sure. Yeah, it was – uh. <laughs> We, I met a lot of them. I met a lot of them. That was the that was the fun part of it. It was just meeting just everyone from whether you're alumni or in like you know the you know students there already or you know younger kids. You know, it was just meeting them all, talking to them, just talking Michigan State. It was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, let's see. Like, did you like make any connections with? Any of the coaches or players after it became so popular? <laughs> yeah, I mean that was so that was a lot of the some of the things that came out of it was some of the people I met throughout it. So um, I think it was in the first round uh, in odd uh, and what was it Des Moines? Um, we played Bradley in the first round. I actually like Steve Izzo uh, reached out. He's like, hey, like me and my cousin love you. You guys, you want to get a pick later? Um, so I think it was like halftime of the first game. We uh, we we got a picture together. Um, I met. Fred Hoiberg, the the Nebraska head coach, we got a picture together. Um, trying to think of who I met Mark D'Antonio in DC for the uh, Elite Eight Sweet Sixteen. So I got a picture with him. Um, yeah, it was a uh, a lot of a couple play players that like played with Magic Johnson back in the day. I got a couple like pictures of them. So just I met my like I saw my high school basketball coach again. It was just I met so many people and. It was uh, fun to connect, connect with and hear what uh, some of them had to say about it. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. And to any of, like, the, like, younger listeners or just listeners in general, like, use that as, like, a lesson. Like, the littlest of things that you might not think make a difference, like, are noticed by people and that can lead to so many cool opportunities. Like, who would ever thought that a waffle from Party City gets you to meet all these people and brings so much publicity to you? So you just never really know, like, what can bring a great opportunity into your life. Yeah, no, you hit it on the head, man. It, uh, you kind of, you got to think of maybe a little outside the box. And uh, I remember like some things that, you know, I saw there was a video on like Instagram of like three people doing a show and they were like, why couldn't I think of that? And I mean, it's so simple yet. I don't, it's so effective for whatever reason. Um, it's just, it's just different. Right. So um, it's really, it was really cool to see kind of some of the, some of the things that led to Definitely. And that brings us to the next question, which is like, what is it like being in the Izzone? Because a lot of people have been to games. I've been to multiple games. I've had some great seats in Breslin Center, but I feel like there's no better seat than just in that Izzone when it's really rocking. Like, what was that like? Yeah, I mean, those, obviously, those, those are the best seats in the house, right? I mean, you got to get there early. I don't know if you guys are like familiar with how the Izzone, you know, like works with like the point system. Um, you know, you got to you go to the camp out every year and you go to, you know, however many amount of games um, every year and then you just get a points. And then I think by like my sophomore year, first semester, 
I was basically lower his own the rest of the way. So that freshman year, you just, you know, I think we sat, you get, you know, some of the like non-conference games, you make it down there and then you're sitting up in the, the top, top for the, the conference games. But um, yeah, my sophomore year, like his own lower bowl. I mean, you got to get there. I think the doors open 90 minutes early. So depending on the game, you probably got to get there. You know, if you want to have like some really good seats behind like the <laughs> Michigan state bench or mid court um, on the TV side where you can see um, you probably got to be there like an hour and a half before the doors open. So, you know, three hours before the game. But I mean, when you're down there and you're with your friends and you know, the, you can hear the players, the coaches, whatever, going back and forth and you got the, and you're just, you can see everything. I mean, it's nothing like it, especially when, you know, plays like Cash is hitting that three in the Michigan game. Um, I, I don't know if you guys remember that game last year with uh, – um, I just saw, like, highlights of it on the Barstool MSU game where, like, that place was – it gets nuts, like, how loud it gets. And you're right there in the middle of it. Everyone's jumping around. Everyone's going nuts. I mean, it's it's a spot to be. Yeah, that was the that was the game when uh he dropped his career high. He dropped, like, 30 oh, yeah. on Michigan, right? Yeah, I was at that game. It was the loudest I've yep. ever heard it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, both me and Jacob were there. And also both me and Jacob were at that uh, Miles. Oh, Bigger Purdue. Oh, yeah, right? I was there. I was there. That was – oh, my God. I lost my – like, every every day I get back in on Monday and it's like voice is gone. I mean, then you're going – like, it's just, a, it's just a party yeah. down there. Like, it's so much fun. Everyone's trying to, like, just – go crazy when we're up you know go crazy when we're down it's just non-stop and you're you know you're not, i'm not sitting down either i'm standing and jumping the whole time right i'm not usually on my phone either i don't really see the point in that i'm watching the game so i mean you're just involved too like you're not you know looking around talking you're just in the game the whole time right that's how i am at home like Especially when we're playing like a tough opponent, it's close. I'm I'm not sitting down <laughs> at home. I'm especially in the final four game against Duke. I don't think I sat down that entire game besides the halftime. But I can only imagine like how hard it is to get tickets. Like, is it hard to get tickets? No. For so own? actually, you know, if when you you uh you get your you get a season ticket, I think I don't know if, I forgot the price of it. Um, so you just get the, like a season is on pass, and then every game from then on out, I think ten bucks. So you like first it's the whoever has the highest points to kind of start out the year get kind of like first dibs. So I think if like if it's a tickets open on Monday, then those you know those probably seniors and juniors we have a lot of points. They kind of get access to those games to pick first. Um and then you're like best seat available and then it kind of works its way down from there like Tuesday you have this amount of points you can go Wednesday and then you know it just kind of goes from there but like, yeah, you, you can pick every game. You can pick two games. And then usually, obviously, for some bigger games that students can't make, they'll put it on StubHub. And, you you know, the only way you can – the only way those are bought are by students because you have to show your ID. So, you know, there's always tickets available. And then, obviously, it doesn't matter if it's the last or the front row. It's first come, first serve in the zone. So, you know, you can buy some of those tickets for, you know, the Wisconsin game or the, the Ohio State game and – for like 20 bucks and then get front row uh, if you're a student. So it works out pretty well. That's crazy. Yeah, I was at – so I think this is during your guys' winter break because I was able to get fourth row yeah. where the zone usually is and we were playing Northwest. And, and there's just – there's no seats like it there. Like, obviously going to the games is fun. I don't care where I sit when I go to the games. But, 
man, if I had to pick, I'd definitely just choose that lower bowl is on section because that was even though the game wasn't that exciting because we won that game by 20 points, it was it was still an experience that I'll never forget because of the view down there is just yeah, you're you're, you're you're right there with the players and you're just looking up at a bunch of people and you know music starts going and you're dancing and it's a lot it's a lot a lot of fun. I would I mean in my opinion, and, best student section, best place to watch a game in the Big Ten. Uh, I think, you know, one of, I think it was Nick, uh, Wisconsin. I actually went to a game there like two years ago when we were down like 20 and a half and like clawed our way back. I mean, the Cole Center was, it was all right. It was all right, but I don't think it, you know, touched us. Yeah, I definitely think that Breslin and the yeah. zone itself is not only one of the best, probably the best in the Big Ten. I don't, I don't think it's really all that close in the Big Ten. I think Breslin is definitely, head and shoulders above most others. The only one that I can really see like competing is assembly hall, but even in the entire country, like there's not too many places better than the Breslin center and his own. Agreed. Agreed. I think maybe like even in the big Ten, Purdue's, it looks pretty decent. I've not been at like a game there. Michigan's just dead and overrated. I don't know why they get any love. Um, and then even, even the orange crush in like Illinois is probably decent too, but I mean, in the Big Ten states, states I think hands down in it the whole game doesn't matter if we're down twenty or up twenty. Yeah, we hate that Mackey. <laughs> yeah, seriously, I don't know. I don't understand it. We Man. cannot win a game in Mackey to save our life. I don't get it. We always just we we always just go cold there, dude. I don't think it, like the past couple of games. I think we've lost by twenty points every time. It's been rough. The past like couple yeah, of years, like thirty point ass kicking fiesta we got last year was not fun to watch no not at all man. <laughs> no not at all yeah thank god we thank god we don't play there tomorrow though all thank right god. so do you have an EL. we'll worry about the other game down there we'll worry about the purdue game later in the year when it's there yeah definitely yeah i don't know if i'm that i don't know if i'm that worried about the game at Mackey this year because no crowd but I don't know. Still a little bit nervous. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's there. true. I don't know. Purdue's. They're. I think they're all right this year. You know, they're at the. I think obviously not as good as they were last year, losing a couple of players. But, um, yeah, I think I think tomorrow will be pretty pretty damn manageable on our end, especially after what we just did to Rutgers. So, just keep riding that. Keep riding that train, and then we're good. Oh yeah, man, that was the best game we played all year, in my opinion. I agree. So, like, now that we're on the topic of games, like, what are the best games you've got to experience? Like, whether that be in the is or just as a fan? Ooh, good question. Good question. I mean, both. I mean, I was at the, so I was at the, the Michigan State Michigan game last year um, when we won. But, yeah, we won on the uh, the senior day. Was it senior day or was it just early in the year? I don't know. I forgot. But I was at that game. That was nuts. That was probably a top one. The Michigan Michigan State game my senior year was obviously top. The game winner against Purdue with Miles. Um, let's see. I wish crazy. we had a good game against Duke at the Breslin. We just never did. Yeah, I don't know what was <laughs> up with that game. That was a weird game. Um, definitely thought it had been closer, man. I don't know. Because we smoked Zion and RJ. Well, we didn't smoke him, but I definitely didn't expect to win that game. The Elite yeah. Eight. And that team they had last year is definitely not – Dude, Definitely being, didn't have the talent. Being that, that oh man, okay. So, well, I, don't know. I mean, obviously, the I went to the Elite Eight game against Duke, and I, that was definitely the best game I've ever been to. Um, yeah, that would be so awesome. <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, and plus being there in DC, 
Uh, I mean, that was really, I mean, it's pretty close to Duke too. That whole stadium was, it, I, I mean, from the, we were in the student section, it's probably like a hundred of us down low there. Uh, I mean, you looked up, we had the, like the state section mm-hmm. behind the bench and then maybe another one somewhere in the upper, but yep. that thing was at 75% Duke at least. I mean, it was, yeah, they, they, they brought their A game that game for the fan wise. That's for sure. But it didn't work out for them. So I'm okay with it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, at the end of the day, the experience and just team ball by MSU prevailed, which was awesome. I was I was so nervous about that game, but that to me is one of the, my favorite victories of all time, just because of how hyped up that Duke team was. And oh well, with RJ and Cam Reddish and Zion, they're unbeatable. Like everybody is basically gifting them the natty. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they deserve the hype, right? You know, three yeah, top, what, ten picks. And, you know, we got – we don't really – we didn't have anything comparable to that, you know, on, on paper. But, uh, yeah, like you said, man, like Kenny hitting that shot, Cash is keeping us in it, X keeping us in it. I mean, it was a, just a, a all-around, like, team performance-wise, as good as it can get to beat a team like that. Yeah, they went in. In the first half, oh, when Duke God. went on that run to in the first half, I thought that was it. I thought, we were, oh crap, we're got about we're about to go down by ten, and we're not coming back. But nah, Cash, Cash led us on that run in that to end the half. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that was that was absolutely wild. Uh, I'm trying to think of another another dude. The other good game on too. They're all against Michigan too. I don't know why. The when we won the Big Ten tournament championship in Chicago, uh, for like my like our senior year when um what foster went off in that tournament too against ohio state in the first round mm-hmm. that was like those that like weekend was just uh, probably one of the best weekends of my life just being a spartan fan and doing and just seeing like the msu culture it was insane and then we ended up winning the whole thing too so like that was that was probably one of the better games and tournaments i've been to yeah man that was here we had like two comeback wins against michigan one during the senior night, and then again in that tournament, blew two 12 point leads. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what it is that with our that I was so weird about last, uh, even last year. Like, just we for whatever reason, just go down like 15 20 points, and we were able to like claw back every single one, whether we won or not. Like, we were always, always kept this in it. I don't know why, but it was uh, we found a way usually. <laughs> So, like, do you have any plans on carrying on the Waffle House tradition or not really? Uh, if I found probably one of my – if I had, like, a really close friend uh, who wanted to wear it, hey, Nick, Jake, Nick or Jacob, you know, you guys can borrow it if you want. I think I still have it, you know, lying around somewhere in my room. But, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe if they, one day if I had a, a kid or something, he could rock it in 20 years or whatever. But, yeah, I mean, I have <laughs> I was uh I was at a I went to a Chicago like alumni event too, um after like the whole uh experience right so it was like in the summertime I th- or I was in the no it was just in this it was in the spring, um but it was like a, it's like I think it's it's called the Spartan Ball or something in Chicago, so it's just like a big function for Michigan State like alumni there and and they raise money for uh people who live in chicago to go to michigan state so it was a really cool event and um i was one of the guests of like not speaker but like one of the guests they 
brought in. Uh, and then, like, Denzel Valentine was there. The Michigan State soccer head coach was there. Um, who else did I see there? I Don Ebach. I don't know if you guys remember that name. He played at Michigan State basketball. Um, he was there. But that, they tried to, like, auction it off at the end of the night. I was like, I can't let it happen. <laughs> no, nah, man, that's a keepsake. That's going to be <laughs> in 20, 25 years, if your kid does wear it, that's going to be such a throwback. People are going to be like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, people aren't even going to know what it is probably at that point. But <laughs> They're going to have to pull uh, back, like, the old footage. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, uh, hopefully he won't look my name up on the internet. I did that. I've done that once or twice, and uh, it's kind of interesting what pops up. <laughs> Facts. Can't, it's crazy how much, like, how much did that even? How yeah, much did that even like cost? At eleven bucks, probably not even. It was like it was. Yeah, it was just cheap. It was cheap. Yeah, it was. That's what oh, was the man. best part of it. Eleven dollars got you to meet all those people. Got you to go to the final four. The dude basically gave you a lot of bonuses. It was really not a bad to happen, way man. to end my senior year. <laughs> not at all. The crazy part about it too Definitely was like not, I still like... had to take finals in like a month. And here I am just kind of like going to games and traveling around the Midwest. And I'm like, oh, I still got to, yeah, pass classes and stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That's something uh, fans r- really tend to forget is like, yeah, there's all this fame around the athletes and obviously you being the waffle guy. But then you also have that school side of things that people don't really understand. Like you're – you're just busy all the time when you yeah, yeah I mean, what, yeah, it was fame. it was because it was like especially for the games, so the games would end on what Sunday night, and then you got like Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday to basically get everything you need to get done done, and then like Thursday morning you're either leave especially if like the tournament like you're leaving and you're probably there even Wednesday night if you wanted to be but like yeah Thursday morning you're there and then you're just doing you know everything from then on out like it was. Oh, it was eye-opening too for like a month, and that was just a month. I can't imagine what some of these guys go through on like a just a for you know four years, or you know whoever uh, goes viral to say the least. <laughs> yeah, definitely, that's crazy. Definitely a lot yeah, of true. stuff that people don't even think about, like the the travel and just how busy it actually truly can get for people. Yeah. It was. Okay, man. That's be awesome. <laughs> it, it was. It was a lot. I mean, and plus, I was like, I was still working like throughout that time too. So mm-hmm. I got back on like Sunday, and then I worked Monday, and then like I just I'd have to figure out like tickets, travel, uh, you know, still going to class. You know, maybe maybe I think I maybe missed one or two during that time, but it worked out. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was it was a lot to handle for a month. Not gonna lie, You're definitely worth it though. Oh yeah, I wouldn't trade it for the war. I would, I would, I would totally go back and do it again. Definitely. That brings us to the next question we have here, which is, who are some of your favorite Spartans of all time? Ooh. So, I mean, top ones for me, especially as a young Spartan starting out for basketball, was like Drew Neitzel. Love that dude, just draining threes left and right. Yep. Loved Kalen Lucas and everything he brought to, you know, the team. And who else? Those are two really good. I love those guards. 
Uh, obviously, yeah, like of my favorites. Yeah, I, especially like during that time. Like, I mean, I, what you know, Kalen obviously took us to a Final Four in Detroit, so that was really cool to see. Um, trying to think of some other big names. Actually, <laughs> I would say like uh, like that team of like Raymar Morgan, uh, Goran Sutan, like that early mid two thousands team was sweet. Yep, I used to have a Sutan jersey. That was like my favorite player back in the day. Yep. <laughs> yes, she's like slept on, dude. He definitely of... is. He was a big part of those teams. He was locking it down in the paint for years. Yeah, I love Brent, like Brandon Dawson too. He was he was slept on when we did a couple things. Like he just his intensity was just just awesome. He was just he was a definition of a Spartan dog. Like definitely great. great defender, gave his all every time. You know he's on Brandon that court, Dawson he was, was awesome for sure. Yeah, yeah, I would say those guys, and obviously like Cassius, definitely up there. You know, just did everything. Didn't didn't care what it took. Him and Denzel Valentine, man, those guys were just ice cold. Definitely, Denzel is one of my all time favorites as well. What about you, Nick? Who's your favorites? All right, so for me, my favorite of all time, and it's because I just experienced um the night after his brother passed. So I was at that game live, just all, seeing all the things that Cassius has done at MSU right? and being able to experience it throughout my teen years. So I'm definitely going to have to pick Cassius as my favorite of all time. Um, then the guys that I watched growing up, I like oh, yeah. Darrell Summers a lot, Kalen Lucas, Gary Harris, uh, Draymond, and then um, – one of my favorite of all time, even though he's here for a year, oh, yeah. I like I like Jaron because I got I got to meet him and got his autograph. Yeah. Um, and then obviously Miles Bridges too. Definitely Cassius is you, up there. He's one of my favorite players of all time, and just on and off the court, just a great person in general. Um, Raymar Morgan, that whole team, Darrell Summers, Kalen Lucas, those are guys I grew up watching and idolizing. Keith Appling, Adrian Payne, those teams. Gary Harris. We've had so many greats over the years and so many guys that I've loved watching. Yeah, I think I think the best part about it too was is that they yeah, all stay, you know, like in minimum usually like three like three years. Like you're able to a lot with a lot of these players at state kind of build that connection that a lot of programs maybe don't have with some of their star players. So like, you know, three, four years with Cassius with Dawson with you know we only got two out of Harris but you know a lot of those guys were able to like just see and play for you know three four you know maybe an extra year even so it's that's what's even better about state is just building that bond with the players definitely and that's something that I think a lot of prospective recruits and everything see as well because you see even in football football and basketball both every time the recruits interviewed oh why'd you pick state it's always family atmosphere it felt like family and I think that all those players being so close to one another and the fans loving the players to death that they've been watching for two three four years at a time just gives it that feel that is hard to beat yeah for sure um also I have to add one thing I think I think for me okay. Joshua oh, yeah. Langford is going to be up on my all-time favorites not just because of what he does on the court, just because of all the adversity he had to go through. Because being, being out two years really sucks. And just being able to go back to being on the starting lineup after two years of not even playing a single game, like practices are way different than the game. And he just 
he's slowly turning back to that old self. Dude. Also, a guy him hitting that game-winning three against Remus Vasquez in Maryland was – I did like I just went I just ran outside for probably two minutes and I think my neighbors thought something was wrong with me, but I was just going nuts when he hit that. I I met him too and he was a cool dude. Oh yeah, that's one of my all time favorite games that I've yeah, gotten that was, to like. It was a, that was watch. A, that was a fun that was a fun that was a fun game to watch. But yeah, dude. Speaking of Langford, man, he's he's got he, he started a little slow last game, but he got it together, man. He's looking he's looking pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I think he's getting more and more comfortable each and every game, like with lower leg injuries. Yeah, Those are hard to come back from missing a year with a lower leg injury, let alone coming back and then after that getting injured again, missing a whole nother year. And you got to learn to retrust yourself like when you're jumping, when you're cutting, get your jump shot back and it's one thing playing five-on-fives in practice and whatever, but when you really get into the actual gameplay of against a whole other team and the physicality and everything, it's a whole different story. So it takes a little while to get back into the swing of things. Yeah, especially in uh, this conference where it's like the best it's ever been. Like, welcome back, Josh. You got to go against top 25 teams every night. <laughs> Yeah, and it's a physical conference, like one of the more physical conferences. Just the best, most physical conference in college basketball makes it difficult, and that that's what makes it so much more impressive to me that he's able to come back and play as well that as he has been playing. Yeah, I agree. It's gonna. I mean, hopefully, I think we're starting to find that physicality too with you know our team, you know, being having that kind of defensive game last you know on Tuesday against Rutgers. Like, we're starting to hopefully bring that because we got, you know, it's going to get physical with Iowa and Garza and, you know, even Purdue and Williams and, you know, the who's the guy on Ohio State? I can't think of his name. But, yeah, Dickinson at Michigan. Like, it's just going to – you got – we got to – we got to – we're going to have to get pretty pretty lean and mean down in the paint. Definitely. I, I do see that toughness starting to be instilled in the players more and more. And – Seems like every year we have like a little stretch where we don't oh, play sure. too well, but we always figure it out. I trust Izzo, and I think we'll be all right. Oh, yeah, man, it's just a different team without having Cassius and Tim, and like, just got to figure out how to get everyone involved now because you don't have that guy that can just like slowly take over yep. the game. But yep. Aaron Henry's slowly turning to that guy right now. Previous yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I've seen like MSU Twitter sometimes. I'm just like, you know, there we all have our opinions and stuff. But you know, you go zero and three, and you know, a lot of people are like, all right, what well, you know, we got to figure this out now, or it's going to be kind of a lost season. And uh, I'm just kind of sitting. I'm just like, you know, I got, we've been here before. You know, we go two, three straight losses, and you know, granted, it's usually in February and not like early January. But um, I mean, yeah, we we always figure it out. Usually, I mean. It's not nothing too nothing nothing gets too crazy that we you know Izzo can't handle. Yeah, and we've been blessed to have the three P and kind of yeah, expect to compete for the title every year. And like honestly, like finishing fourth or fifth, like that's not bad, especially <laughs> in a stacked conference, you know. Right. And we've got one of the longest streaks of March Madness, and that's where we really need to turn it on and we'll have things figured out by March. So people definitely 
shouldn't be too disappointed if we don't win the regular season title. You know, it won't be a lost season. We'll still be a, gr- a great team. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. I mean, hey, well, maybe I think we're we're starting to figure it out, and maybe that fourth banner is not you know not too far, but. Well, we'll see. We we usually we'll see what happens. Obviously, like even coming into the year, I think expectations with an Izzo team and bringing you know only losing two you know two three players, you know, and replacing them ideally with you know players who are going to be just as good, you know, that kind of you know, brings expectations up to hey we're going to do this again. But you got teams like Iowa and Illinois, Michigan now like they're all Minnesota like just teams that are you know right there with us and it'll make it challenging, but. You know, like you said, it it only counts in it only counts in March. So hopefully that's we'll have it figured out by then. Definitely, man. All right, man. That's that's all we had for you. Is there anything else you'd like to go green? So, uh, we got we got we got a long way to go this season, but we'll uh, figure it out. And hey, how about how about us? You know, getting uh, Kenneth Walker for football, man. That was a pretty solid transfer sign. Hell yeah, man. Go white and yeah, I like <laughs> I like the Walker. Uh, transfer for sure he's got some explosiveness some good power and i think that our running back room is going to be really stacked yeah for sure all right guys nick jake really appreciate you guys bringing me on it was uh it was a lot of fun talking to you guys for you know 45 minutes here. i really enjoyed it yeah man thanks for coming on taking some time out of your life and busy schedule to yep. come and guys. hop on with the boys and talk a little basketball anytime guys anytime for sure man yeah